Welcome, welcome, welcome to Knowledge for the Soul with Robert. How y'all doing this beautiful Thanksgiving day, 2021? Uh, I'm just coming on. I just want to um, just share a piece with you on this day of Thanksgiving. You know, um, there's a lot going on in our world today, <clears throat> mainly uh, racism. You know, it, it. I don't understand how so many people can be at odds with each other because of what was, uh, color of skin, different way of thinking, but mostly because of the color of the skin. You know, it's, it's, it's sad, but I understand that it's life and it's something that we have to deal with on a daily basis in one way or another you know um a lot of people are looking at the the victory for the def uh for the prosecution in the uh Ahmaud Arbery case yes I mean that's a victory for some but it's a sad situation all around yes Ahmad lost his life senselessly but you gotta understand that he was a victim but the three guys that was found guilty are victims also. Their families are victims also. Ahmad family is victims also. So you have a very ugly situation that besides the main four characters, a whole group of other people was affected by this. And it's going to be an everlasting effect for life. You know. Um... I wrote a piece years ago called Bridge of the Gap, A Time for Healing. In fact, I wrote this back in October of 2009. So if you will, I would like to share this with you. And I'm going to read it because it was so long ago that I wrote it. I, I can't remember word for word anymore. But this is Bridging the Gap, A Time for Healing. We are a diverse group of people, a people of different races, cultures, religions, and stations and voices, but yet we are a very beautiful people. A stripe of uniqueness formed in the rainbow of God's perfection, created in his joy, forged by the might of his love and sustained by the will of his insuppressible truth. At one time, we were a mighty people in accord and speaking with one voice the voice of righteousness but through the lust of our flesh we turn our backs on the truth and each other our eyes have become blind our ears have become deaf and our tongues have become full of poison and hatred we no longer view each other as brothers and sisters but as that group of people of that race of people how is it that we can claim to love God but not love each other so we may differ in our opinions as the true nature of God and as to how he should be worshipped. But for the most part, we all believe that there is only one God, protector and creator of all mankind. Therefore, how can we hate that which we are supposed to love? For the same God that created you, created me, and he and she. We are all sustained by the same breath of life. We all suffer the same within ourselves. And we all want to be loved and understood. 
Today is a time for healing, a time for forgiveness, a time to restore the faith of oneness. The oneness of yesterday is gone through our visions of a colorful tomorrow, and it's a time for restoring family structures. It is a time to bridge the gap that has kept us apart for too long. As I look out at the world, I do not see a race of uh, a sea of races or colors. I see forgiveness. I see the gap of discord bridging into the highway of mutual growth, a growth toward oneness of a nation and not just a people, a growth of respect and a zeal to bridge the gap that separates us all from the truth of each other. By the weakness of our flesh, we can never be perfect. But yet we can we were created in perfect sync with the will of God. Therefore, when we hate each other for whatever reason or another, we really hate God. All that he is and all that he holds dear. Before we can move into a brighter tomorrow, we must first forgive each other and ourselves for the shadows we have placed upon the heads of each other in our passing days. There is no charge for understanding. It is free. There is no charge for respect. It is free. And there is no charge for forgiveness. It is free. Our society is torn apart by the might of our hands. And our children are being lost in the shuffle of our ignorance. We heed not to their cries for help. We need we heed not to their cries to be taught the ways of our lost years. And we instead we demand that they walk in the light of a truth that has been lost since we of yesterday lost our way. It is time to bridge the gap within our societies, home and within our hearts. It is a time for healing. I am a man of many faults, shortcomings and shames. I am not perfect, nor do I pretend to be. And by the nature of my flesh, nor will I ever be. But wisdom can be gained from anyone, even a fool. Because sometimes even this fool gets it right. May the God of your understanding guide you in perfect harmony, righteousness, and enclose you in his loving bosom to keep you safe from all evil and harm. And by the strength of his holy might, may you prosper in life and in love, and may your peace be still. Bridging the gap, a time for healing. You know, it, it doesn't take, I mean, everybody would say it's too far gone. It's too far gone. It is not too far gone. Because if you look at the old overall statistics, you know, I understand if you don't believe in the mixing of racial or races, you know, that's your right. But if you look at the, the statistics, there are more white and black couples now than there ever have been. And if I must say so, they make some beautiful kids. But that's not here nor there. You know, the thing is, in order for it be that many mixed couples, someone was getting it right somewhere. See, this hatred of one another is not genetically born. It is something that is transferred mentally. It is something that's being taught abroad. I mean, it's like a family tradition. I hate you because you're black. I hate you because you're white. And instead of letting our children grow up, because they're going to have to mingle, just like in our day and time, we're going to have to mingle with each other. Our workplaces demand it. And our living, whether you're going grocery shopping, whether you go whatever, you know, unless you're a hermit and you never come out, you know, you know you're going to have to deal with people of the opposite race. So why not let our children grow up? 
and and let their own minds be made to judge what is right and what is wrong when it comes to intermingling of the race. Not necessarily on a sexual plateau. I mean just being sociable, just being friends, you know. And, and st let's stop te teaching this hate. Because I guarantee you, if we stop teaching it, it will die down. Because the old heads of yesterday that's teaching this mess, eventually, sadly, but it's true, it's life. They're going to die off. So if they die off and the message and propaganda that they spread die off, then that leaves a, a fresh mind, a, a new slate, an opportunity, a chance to to grow and into his own belief and own understanding what he or she of a different race or culture may be. But yet we holding on to the last thread. You know, we going out of our way. We, we making it our business to teach you he's no good because he's black. He's no good. He can't be with trust because he's white. But who made us judge? Suppose God thought that way about us. For those of you who actually believe in God. Suppose God thought that way about us. Well, I've gave you chance after chance, but you keep messing up. I'm cutting you off today. There's no more redemption for you. There's no more chances for you. I'm through with you. Or uh, suppose God say, I hate you because you're black. I hate you because you're white. Then what type of leg do you have to stand on? So if the God, our creator, don't view us in that sense, why do we go out of our way to view each other in that sense? Uh, it was, I was watching a TikTok. I think I mentioned this on one of my podcasts, my other podcast. And this lady said, I love you. And she went on to say, I know you probably think it's strange or crazy for me to sit here and say I love you when I've never seen you and I don't know you. She said, well, people hate for no reason. People hate you and they don't even know you. Haven't seen you, don't know anything about you, but they hate you. And they put momentum, they put energy into this hate, hatred. So if I can't, if I can hate you for no reason... Why can't I love you for no reason? Do you realize how much energy we put into hatred? See, hatred is just like love, just like sadness, just like any other feeling. It is an emotion. So in order for any emotion to be dominant in your life, you must feed that emotion. And in order for it to actually grow, you must feed upon it and hold it in and let it fester to it. To it gets big, 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 and it explodes outward. So if we stop following this hatred and we stop giving it energy to grow. Because what don't grow must die. If you don't feed something, whatever it is you do not feed, it's going to wither up in time and it's going to die. The same thing with hatred. The same thing with racism. I think people are afraid of one another because they really don't know each other. You know, a lot of whites look at what they could call crazy things blacks do, and they judge a whole nation of people. But on the other hand, the blacks do the same thing to the whites. They view something one or two of them did, and we judge a whole nation of people. That is not right. It is not right. Because what he did has no effect on how he acts. You must learn to respect each individual 
and deal with them according to how they deal with you. If I'm, if I'm a man and I come to you and I stand as a man and I give you the respect that is due you, you should be honored to do the same thing to me. Because anytime you let anyone or any situation make you come out of your natural character, then you're not the man or woman you think you are. If I can make you angry because I'm black, if I can say something and make you respond violently, then you're not the man or woman you thought you are. I can control you. I can control you because I know how you think. I know how you're going to react to a certain situation. So if I want to go around starting certain things, then I know pushing the right buttons because I know I'm going to get this response or that response, then we're not the same. We're not the person we think we are. And that only go for you. That go for me too. Because any message that I get on here and say is a two-edged sword. When it cuts you, it's going to cut me because I got faults. You know, I got faults just like every other man. I'm not perfect and I never will be perfect. But I love everybody. And I believe that all lives matter. I don't care what race you is. I don't care who you are. All lives matter. That's been my thing since I started my TikTok journey. That's been my thing since I started my little podcasts. And that's going to be my thing until the end. You know, there's nothing you can do. I don't care how hate, hateful, how violent, they can change, make me change my my perspective of life and uh, uh, my, my perspective of life and lives. You know, because I have not always been on the side. See, I used to be out there. You know, I done did a lot of things I ain't had no been doing. You know, I done been to prison most of my life. <clears throat> but by the grace of God, I'm here now. And I can be the first one to say I serve... 24 years in prison. And sadly, prison saved me. Because it was during this incarcerated time that my eyes was open. Because I was in there and I was locked in close vicinity with a people of all races. From all walks of life. You know. And I get to see people at their, see them in themselves. Because when you're locked that close to somebody, whether you want to or not, you're going to have to deal with them in order to survive. And in doing that, you know, I learned it's something like how Malcolm X did. You know, he had a, a certain perspective about the white man before he went took the journey to Mecca. But when he went to Mecca, he learned that black men and white men and men of other races was kneeling down together to give praise unto Allah, his God, his, you know, and, and that's basically how it was with me. Now, I've never been a man that had issues with any man because of their race, but I didn't understand other races until I was locked in with them and had no choice but to understand and interact with them. And once I started seeing that, it started opening my eyes to certain things, <clears throat> you know, uh, I believe that if we put as much energy into preaching this, this false propaganda that we should hate each other because of our difference of color, then I think we can win a war against racism. And what is crazy about racism, everybody is racist to a certain extent. I don't care who you are. You can have the most purest heart in the world. 
everyone is racist to a certain extent. And this is what what I found out that was crazy that blew my mind. Just like the whites and blacks may have racist feeling toward each other, within each race there's racism. Whether you're dealing with from a, a wealth standpoint, you have or whether you're dealing with shades of color, you have dark-skinned blacks that's racist against light-skinned blacks, vice versa, and wealth. Middle class look down on the poor, the rich look down on the middle. So that's racism in every group of people. But one thing I notice about, um, at least here in America, when it comes to outside threats, for that moment, color cease to exist, and we become a people. We become a force that can't be touched, that cannot be come against. But sadly, soon as that threat is over, as uh, soon as those running emotions die back down, that oneness, we split apart again, and then we hook, and then we start back going at each other. You know, um, we are beautiful people. And as I look at the news, um, when I, I, I used to do a lot of reading, I really miss it, I need to get back to it, but when I was doing a lot of reading and learning about other countries, man, and I was I was really blown away uh, by the way some people have to live in other countries. America and Americans are a blessed people. Understand me. We are a blessed people. Because there are some countries, man, they got it rough. You know, they got it rough. They have no voice. They have no power. They have nothing. You know, but America, we are a blessed people. If And if we can come together and stand as one not only just in the times of threats but in times of peace wow sky's the limit but what is so scary about America is just like the great ancient city of Rome undescribable unbeatable no outside force could touch them that's America today but Rome died from the inside out. They could not stop the sickness that was going on within Rome. And Rome began to rot from inside out until their structure became weak. And then that's when the armies was able to overrun them. And sadly, my friend, if we hit in America, don't, don't wake up. If we do not wake up, that is what's going to happen to us. Every other country really hates us right now anyways because of the power structure that America is. And they're waiting. Waiting in the shadows for that one flaw. They're going to pounce on us with all four claws. So if we don't stop the sickness from within, we're going to, we're going to perish as Rome did. You know, we're going to stop being that mighty, mighty sword 
and we just gonna be what used to be America oh sweet America may your peace be still and may your people awaken unto the truth of your glory a lot of people die for them stars and stripes and what is not seen to be cared about is people of all races male and female has died for them stars and stripes so people like you and I the same ones who's bickering and hating each other they give us the freedom to go about to do that and I don't want to be the one that repays the fallen soldiers by Katina's inside bickering. I seek peace and I dare you to join me and seek peace also. It costs nothing for respect. Try it. Try it. You know, and it all it takes is the right people to get together. You know when stuff happens, you see all the big time political leaders, they come out the woodworks. You know, to support this, support that, you know, mainly, I guess, to keep their names up. I don't know. You know, that's not my concern. But the common man, like you and I, you know, let's try it. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Because time is going to continue on whether we're here or not. So I challenge you. And you, and you, and you, and you, male, female, I don't care what your race is, I challenge you to join me in this quest to bring about peace. How? You ain't got to necessarily go around beating all down those. Just, just be kind. Respect each other. And if you can, same thing I'm doing, make you a podcast, make you a little video and get it out there. You know, each one teach one. One hand wash the other, and we both wash the face. We can do this. We can do this. But you got to have a desire to want peace. Everybody don't want peace. You know, in all my life, I've been hearing about the only way a black man going to get peace or change is through uh, a revolutionary war. We don't want war. That defeats the purpose. Cause see, if I stand in you, Jew, I don't, I don't want you to act like you like me because you fear me. That's different. I don't want you to fear me. I want you to respect me because I respect you, and it's the right thing to do. I don't want anyone to fear me. If I'm loved, or uh, people come to me and be in my presence, be let it be for respect. Because just like I'm going to demand my respect, but I'm going to go out of my way respecting you. And I don't care who you are, male, female, white, black, whatever your race is. All lives matter to me. And nothing, nothing no one can do save to change that. You know, no Black Lives Matter program, no, no type of program, no whites, no blacks, no one going to change my perspective of that all lives matter. And when I say all lies, I mean all lies. All lies matter. I thank you all for taking this time out with me. Bridging the gap, y'all. It's a time for healing. Blessing. And may your peace be still.